0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjul. I'm super excited that you are here and we are putting out the first episode. So today I wanted to start off with something nice and soft, something that we all could relate to, something that has to do with our relatives. So we're going to be talking about family dynamics gay family right when you think of family you probably think of your brothers your sisters some of us have friends that we consider family and others have like people that are at work that are like their family so i looked up the definition just so like we could get a clear perspective of what the world look at family has. And the definition they have on Google is a group consisting of parents and children living together in a household. The second definition they have is um, all the descendants of a common ancestors. With that being said, I'm like, all of us are relative apparently because we all kind of like have the same descendants. You know, most of us have descended from Um, have ancestors from um, Africa or Europe or anywhere in the world. So we never really know who our family is. So I want to talk about that. What is family? A family is, to me personally, a family is the people that knows you in and out. The people that could look at you and say, "Uh uh-uh, something's off with you. What's going on? Or the people that just kind of like, Okay, you need a shoulder to cry on. Come in and talk to me. The people that welcome you no matter like how far you've um gone astray or what you've done. Like family doesn't shame you. Family doesn't, you know, make you feel less of who you are. We're going to get to that in a few episodes um about like the different type of family we have. But like today I wanted to talk about your inner family, like your family that are like relative or just the people around you that speak positivity into your world kind of thing. Just kinda of like a little zhuzh, you know? Yeah. Besides your relative, you can have family that are from church or as many call them spiritual family. Meaning that these are the people that help you um, grow spiritually, that help you get closer to God, or that helps you get closer to anything that you um, worship or anything that you believe in. Um, these are people that um, at times where they'll see that you've fallen short on something or they'll see that you're not focused Uncertain devotion or certain prayers that you're supposed to be reciting. If they see that you're sleeping, they will catch you and tell you, hey, get back on the horse. This is not how it works. When you think of family, you think of the people that have your best interests in heart. So, yes, that's what family is. Who are your family? Who's a part of your family? Who's your family member? Some people look at their um, blood-related re- um, Siblings, They look at their blood-related mother. They look at their blood-related brother or sister, uncle, aunt, all of that. They look at those people. But a lot of time, they don't look at the people that are actually cheering for them. Not that I'm saying like, oh, our family that's like related to you by blood or not cheering you on. That's never the case. Sometimes those are the best people. Those are like your winning, you know, your winning circle. Those are the people that's like cheering for you when you're. When you're winning and they're the people that's like, hey, get back on the horse. But at um, times, your family members are the people um, that's like outside of your family. I can attest to that because for me, my best supporting system is my spiritual family. Like they will check me when I need to be checked. They will tell me, hey, get back on the horse. This is not how it works. And I love that about them. Um, My sisters, my brothers, they're always there. They're cheering for me. They're always there to give me moral support. They're there to like, hey, how can I help? Do you need help with money? Do you need help with like, um, do you need help getting this? Do you need help getting around? All of that is important. Like when your blood relative do those type of things, it's like, very common. This is kind of like what you do has like a sister, has a brother. That's kind of like your job. I should not be asking you to do that, but that's not always the case. Sometimes your, um, your blood relative don't really stand up for you. And I know a lot of people, um, that goes through those type of things that don't really talk about it. That doesn't like you know point the finger and say, hey, you know my family's not really helping me out. But they try to put out this image where we have the perfect family, and that's never the case. If anybody say their family's functional, I would love to see it. Besides the three and one, the The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the only family I know that has like the perfect, you know, um dynamic that have like the perfect everything. But other than that, us human, no, we strive to be like them. We strive to be um the best that we can be, but we struggle at some point. We struggle a lot. But yes, um, like I was mentioning earlier, my spiritual family. I am um a part of a ministry that's called Hallelujah Ministries where um, every year we have a retreat, I did not get to experience a real, um, I'm not going to say a real family because I have an actual family. I have um, six brothers and I have an older sister. I have two sister-in-laws. I have two nieces and one amazing nephew. So yes, I know what it's like to be in a family, but I didn't experience it in full capacity until I met my spiritual family, which, um, like I mentioned earlier, which is Hallelujah Ministries. I um, became a part of this family in 2014, and it's been nothing but great. It's been nothing but a blessing to me, so I can attest to um, how spiritual family can contribute to your life. They have contributed to a lot of my growth. They have contributed to a lot of things that I do. Just like my actual family. Like my sister has helped me grow in the sense of like putting myself out there, putting myself, you know, putting my knowledge out there. What I can do, what I'm I'm basically knowledgeable about, I guess you could say, or Just the fact that she's always, like, encouraging, she's always telling me, like, you're a smart girl, like, you're a smart girl, you have your head on your shoulder, there's a lot of things you can do that I wish I could, and I appreciate that about my sister, my brothers are, like, cheerleaders to me, they're, like, always cheering me on, they're very protective, it's very hard dating with, um, all six of my brothers always trying to see who's trying to talk to me. So I love that my family have like that protective side of them. They protect me at all costs. Um, We get, you know, we get upset. We get into it at times, but they would go um, to the moon and back to make sure that I'm safe. And I love that. And it's the same way for my spiritual family. I know like my spiritual brothers, they would go Like, they would go to war for me. I know my brother Jamal, I know my brother Olivier would go to war for me just to make sure that I'm okay. Those are just, like, two of the people that are in the Hallelujah Ministries family that I mentioned earlier. But, like, I know for a fact, like, they would make sure that I'm good. That's why I'm like, who is in your family? Who is your family members? Who do you consider as part of your family? Like, a family member is someone that will make sure that you are safe, that you are good, that, you know, in spite of the head bumping that you guys go through, like not seeing eye to eye, they still want the best for you. They still have... um. The best interest at heart for you. They want you to be successful because when you succeed, it's not just you succeeding. It's a whole family. It's a whole line of people. That's why like when the second definition said it's descendant of an ancestors. So an- ancestors, I can never say that word right. I apologize. But, um, that's why like when it says that it's like, it's not because you related to me by blood. It's not because my father and your, um, is your father or my mother is your mother it's like i want you to to succeed because i see greatness in you i want you to succeed because you're my family along the line somewhere in life we are related i want you to succeed because when you when you become successful you're not only successful i'm also successful A lot of people um, use the word family very lightly. And there are some people that take the word family and they take it to heart because to them, family is very important. Family is very important to everybody in general. Like I mentioned earlier, there's people at work. Once you start working at a certain place, everybody become family. Like I um, have worked a few jobs. I've worked a lot of jobs. And, um, my current job right now, it's actually really like a family. Like one of my coworker actually had an incident with her son who had got arrested and the whole store had to, like, we stopped working. We completely stopped working and we tried to figure out how are we going to help you? How can we help? Because it's not just your son. It's not just, you know, it's not just somebody else, um, Brother, is not somebody else' son, but it's somebody that we care for. For I think, like with family, once you care for somebody and you develop like a chemistry, you develop like um, this love for the you develop a friendship that's very profound. They become a family member. They become someone that you treasure. It's becoming like if something's wrong with you, I want to know what it is and. How can I help you? How can I help you get better? How can I help you feel better if they have a cold? Do you want me to go and get you medicine? Do you want me to go get you soup? That's what a family is to me. Um, another question a lot of people always ask, well, don't your family have to be related to you by blood? That's No, that's not the case. In many situations it's never the case. An example would be when um people are adopting kids nowadays. Like it's becoming very common to adopt kids from other countries or just other family, meaning that like they don't see what everybody see. They don't check to see, oh, this person's blood is type A or this person's blood is type B and all that stuff. They don't look at that. They just look at the connection that they develop with that little human being or that child. They want to have a child that they could love, that they could love beyond their own capacity, beyond what they... Um, have ever felt in life. They want to give a child the experience that they have. So they want to adopt, like a relative is not always, um, you know, related by blood. That's never the case. Family is what you make it. Family is, um, who I could say family is who's there for you, who really loves you. He's who's really cheering you on, And sometimes the people that are cheering your own are not, you know, your blood relative. It's not something that you should be ashamed of because a lot of time your family that are related to you by blood will make you feel bad because, oh, you're closer to, you know, the people that are from church or the people from work than your own family. Don't you feel any shame? Don't you feel that, you know, this shouldn't be the case? And it's not always the case. It's not something that you should be ashamed of. Your connection with, everybody's not going to be the same. Your connection with your mom might be very like suckish and your connection with like a spiritual mentor is like amazing or a teacher is beyond what you could explain. It's just like, we click so well, there's stuff you could talk to that teacher or that guidance counselor or that therapy or just someone that you've met. Like sometimes you get closer to strangers than your own relative than your own blood relative it's not something that you should be ashamed of it's just something that at times we all want to be we all want it to be like our blood relative that we're close to but that's not always the case like we don't always get what we want in life I mean growing up we always hear that you don't get what you want you get what you're what you're given in what you're given you could choose to um, make a thousand things that makes it work. That's not a good example, but you could choose to do whatever you want. You could choose to just leave it there and not use it or use it and just be happy about it. But no, being ashamed of who you're connected to is not something that you know, that I encourage, but I encourage people to get close to their family. I encourage people to get close to their blood relative and also their, um, their other family, because sometimes you need that extra boost. You need that. Yes, I have my siblings. Yes, I have my mom. Yes, I have my dad. I have all of that. But at times, you just want to talk to somebody else like about what's going on with you. Family, I love my family. There's a lot of things I have gone through in life that I will not sit and talk to my family about. There's a lot of things that I have seen happen in my family that I am not okay sitting down um, talking to them about it. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that it's very uncomfortable. Yes, the uncomfortable is good, but breaking it up could... Like, open up a whole different can of worm that you're not ready for or they're not ready for. There's, there's time where the people that you're close to that are outside of your blood fam, family, blood relative, are okay. It's okay to not be shamed. I don't know any other way of putting it. Because, like, I have an amazing relationship with my spiritual mom. I have an amazing relationship with um, my spiritual mentor, but I really do suck at talking about how I feel with like my family. I suck at like communicating with my actual family. I love my family, but it's just not something that's like I'm used to. It's just like just like I said, safe haven. It's not a safe haven for me. That's just my personal experience. There's people I know that have amazing connection with their mom. Like their mom is their best friend. Their daddy's their best friend or their sister's their best friend or their brother's their best friend. And that's fine. It's not something you should be ashamed of being close to your brother that's related to you by blood or your sister that's related to you by blood. But it's also not something you should be ashamed of to be close to um, the people that are not related to you by blood. The um, extended family you have. It's okay to have extended family because everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. So, yeah, I mean, like, people will always have something to say. But how you connect with other people is your business. And you decide the narrative of your life you decide the narrative of your family you decide the narrative of um basically everything in life so i would just encourage you not to feel shame because a lot of people try to shame people i mean like i've i've had i've encountered a lot of people that's like don't you feel any shame being close to you you know your spiritual family than your actual family it's like no it's family it's normal i feel comfortable i could go days being in my spiritual mother's house, and I won't feel like I'm missing anything, I'm missing home or anything, and there's days I could go weeks, months, being in my own family's house, where it's just like, I'm not missing my spiritual family, which is very fine, like there's no shame in how you feel about your family, there's no shame in none of that, and I'm gonna give you guys some bible example of people that actually grow up, and families that weren't their their blood relative one example i wanted to give is um Samuel and Elijah Samuel is the son of Hannah Hannah is the wife of i can never pronounce his name so i apologize you'll find this in first samuel the first few chapters where it talks about the birth of Samuel and how Samuel came about um Hannah made a promise to God saying that god if you give me a son i will um I will dedicate him to your house. I will dedicate him to serve your house, and that's exactly what Hannah did. So Samuel had no connection with his um with his real, um relative. He had um his mother went on to have other kids, but he never really communicate with them until like his mother would bring the kids into the temple to be presented and all that stuff, or his mother would bring him clothing or. But that's the only time Samuel would get in contact with his family. He never left um, the house of God to go back to, you know, the dwelling place where his mother, his father, and all their um, siblings was. So... That's one example. And another example I wanted to use is Naomi and Ruth. Ruth, everybody knows the story of Ruth, where a lot of it was like, Where's my Boaz? Where's my Boaz? Everybody looking for a husband, that's all they're saying. Where's my Boaz, God? Where's my Boaz? Because um, Ruth married Boaz. But um, to get back to the whole family thing, Ruth and Naomi were not related. Their only relationship was um, Naomi's son, which is Ruth's um, husband, but in the book of Ruth, you'll see that her husband passed, and then Naomi is telling Ruth like, "I don't have any other son for you to marry, and I'm and I'm, uh, I'm getting old. You know, the older I get, I don't have any eggs in me to." give birth to a son, so she's over here saying, you don't have to be responsible for me, because when you're family, you're responsible for that other person, she's telling Ruth, like, you don't have to be responsible for me, like, I, um... You know, I take the responsibility for myself. Like, you could go home, go on and create your own family. And Ruth is looking at Naomi like, you're my family. Wherever you go, I will go. You're my mother. You weren't just a mother-in-law for me. You were an actual mother. So that's an example of people that, you know, are not blood-related but lived as a family. If you go further into the book of Ruth, you will see that um Ruth, um, and Naomi never departed from each other. Even after Ruth became married to Boaz, she still had Naomi as a mother. She still respect her as a mother, and that's the beautiful thing about um having siblings, having um other people as like your family because it's like it levels to it. You have a different respect, a different perspective, and all that stuff. And another person, I wanted to give an example of that. Um that I acted like a mother to um to another person biblically i wanted to use jesus and mary but mary actually gave birth to jesus so i'm going to use joseph has the father of of um, Jesus Christ, so Joseph wasn't the father of Jesus, as we all know. Um, the Bible says that the um Mary received a prophecy that she would um be impregnated by the Holy Spirit, and she immediately say, "I am the Lord's made made servants. Let it be so the way that you have said," and she quickly re- um received the blessing of carrying the Son of God, the Most High, um. And Joseph, if you read, Joseph wanted to break things off, but God convinced, um, the Holy Spirit, like kind of like convinced Joseph, like, no, don't, you know, she's not out here talking about she, she's good. So Joseph, um, take the responsibility of raising Christ, Jesus, which is our Lord and Savior. Um, Jesus wasn't related to Joseph by any means at all. No blood, no bloodline, nothing. But Joseph just felt it in his heart that this is a child that would need a father figure. Although that Jesus knew everything God God was thinking, but you know, in the flesh, he was. Um, Joseph was presented as the father of Christ because in the Bible it says Joseph wasn't was a carpenter, and it goes further to saying that Jesus was a carpenter, meaning that Jesus was learning how to be a carpenter through the um his um earthly father Joseph. So, yeah uh, that sounds like I just give like a whole biblical lesson. I promise you it's not a lesson. I just wanted to use this kind of like, um, example. Oh, I can use myself as an example. A lot of people see me and my mom. You will see a lot of pictures of me and my mom. Or, oh, um, I have a new recent picture up with my family. You, it's on my Instagram. It's Darlene underscore Um, it's on Instagram. You will see it. Um. The lady that you see is actually not my birth mother. She is my mother who took care of me from a very young age. Her and my mother actually shared me. She's my dad's husband. Oh, I'm sorry. She's my dad's wife. She's been um sharing me with my mom. She did sh- share the responsibility when we were when we were back home in Haiti, but when we came to the state, she's actually been My mother in every paper, anything. She's my guardian, but she's not my actual mother. And we, we have a lot. We love each other, and we really have a good relationship. Certain things I will not bring up because I know it will be like things that triggers. But we actually love each other very much. We we have an amazing bond, like we talk um, she talks to me about marriage she talks to me about everything in life she talks to me about life in general as a woman she she talks to me has a mother would talk to her daughter so i appreciate that and me and my actual biological mom we do have a great um connection we talk about everything i talk to my mom um like she's my like she's one of my girls and i love that i get the opportunity to be like, I am actually close to my mother. I am actually, um, I'm actually very, very happy with the fact that she's my mother and it doesn't bother me. So yeah, I mean, um, for the subject of family, I really do love um, the word family. When I say the word family, it makes me happy. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel secure. It makes me think of a household, like a household that is filled with um, great things, like where my heart is at peace, my mind is at peace, where I'm at peace. That's what family means to me. Family is being at peace with the people around you. Being surrounded by great vibes, as you know, we say nowadays. Just amazing vibes, like I feel your vibe, your vibe is good, my vibe is good, we're good. Um, that's um that's all that I could say for family as of right now. I didn't wanna do the first episode too long. If you feel like this is very short, please let me know. That way, you know, we could get into deeper details, we could talk about certain things. But yeah, next week, stay tuned for next week's episode. We are going to talk about the authority of the parent's voice, the authority in the parent's voice, like how strong your parent's voice is, how powerful their voice is in your life and how it dictates a lot of things in your life, the way you feel, the way you function, how you go about every decision making in life. Once again, this was your host, Darlene Anjut, for Safe Haven. I hope to see you next week here at the same time. You have a great rest of your week and happy Juneteenth. If you guys don't know what that means, look it up. You guys have a great one. Thanks for joining me.